This is Emmy Lentina on Heart of Indie Radio, and we have the one and only Jesse Lynn. Jesse Lynn, how are you today? I am fantastic. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And you know, folks, listeners, tonight uh, on our show, we've got Jesse Lynn. Now, this is so funny. She is literally in such high demand that she is on the road right now driving and I'm on Bluetooth with her. So she's so yes. dedicated. I didn't want to say no, didn't want to say no about the interview. Um, so Heart of Indie Radio, we are very lucky to have Jesse Lynn on the road, driving along, talking to us, um, taking some yes. time out to, uh, to yeah, to chat with, with me. So thank you, Jesse. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. And you know, the best part is uh, I'm getting to take some friends with me on the road since I've yay! So yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> well, hello friends. <laughs> um, and Je- Jesse, can you, um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, a little bit about yourself, your background in country music and, and, you know, have, have you always, have you always sung country? Is that kind of your, your kind of your forte? Yeah. Just, just maybe the listeners that have, um, don't know as much about you. I just love, would love for them to, yeah, to get to know you, Jesse. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I actually, I have been singing my entire life. Um, I started singing in church at the age of three. So I actually started out in the tradi- traditional gospel, um, genre and my grandmother is definitely credited with starting me singing uh in church at that young and what my grandmother loved about it and she'll tell you to this day um is that she loved that I would get up there and actually would do it and you know I'd do the hand motions I would do the you know the singing it didn't matter if there was one person in the audience or if there was thousands it's like I'm gonna get up there and sing till my little heart was content and didn't care. <laughs> you know, you could have had the president sitting in there and I'd have been totally, I'd have been belting it out. And oh. um, so it's, it's funny, um, you know, how things work. And as a kid, you know, you start singing in church at three and I'm like, sure at three, I might've known a little bit what I was doing, but at the same time I'm doing it because, you know, I knew I liked to sing and my grandmother played the piano and accompanied me. And so, I mean, it was just kind of something for her and I to do. And then um, a little fun fact that some people don't know about me. um, I actually was classically trained for 10 years Um, from the age of six to 16. I was actually trained in more of a Broadway classical first operatic, you know, first soprano style. So I did a lot of more opera type Broadway stuff um, for 10 years. (laughs) That's amazing, Jesse. Wow. (laughs) It's, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, um, I always have people ask me, well, did classical help you, you know, and getting in, you know, to your, you know, to what you're doing today. And, you know, it's interesting. It has it. It had its challenges and it had its rewards. Um, of course, you always want to have a great fundamental basis for everything. So, yes, classical training definitely helped as far as the breathing, you know, the the control of the voice and everything else. But it was funny because when I actually decided that I was going to make country music my career, and I was going to follow my heart and dreams with what I wanted to do. It actually was a little hard because I had to break some habits. Mm. <laughs> um, I had to break some some habits of in country every note does not have to be perfect right and I always thought it had to be that perfect pitch mentality you know everything had to be spot on and so 
really worked pretty intensively with my vocal coach, my current vocal coach, Jilla Webb. She's been a phenomenal asset to our team and to my vocal production, show production, studio production. She's just a phenomenal individual. And we spent a good two years just kind of not really tearing down, but redeveloping my voice and getting it to where it's like, it does things now that I didn't even know it could do. <laughs> and um, it's, it's funny because um, music has just been a part of my life ever since that I can remember. And it's a huge part of my family's history. Um, even in the gospel side, my great grandmother, Jessie Hansen, who I'm named after. Um, wow. And here's the part where you can tell I'm driving because, you know, rough roads. So I'm sorry for people listening in. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. They're, they're just going to, they're just going to be worried about you being safe, but she's don't worry folks. She's on Bluetooth. So I'm on good. Bluetooth. I am on a hands-free device. So, <laughs> um, And of course you're, you're driving a truck, right? I hope so. Yes. Uh, yes. I am driving my uh, Ford F-350 Dually down the road. So. Oh, Jesse Lynn. I love you. You're just awesome. I could just, I could just, I could just imagine when you were telling me about when you were three. Like just could yeah. just imagine like oh this goodness. little this little cherub getting on the getting on the stage and just singing her heart out with the hands and the oh just oh, yeah. yeah that's awesome oh oh it's it's, <laughs> it's hilarious and um it's it's so much fun because that is something still I'm so very fortunate I still have my grandmother and her twin sister with me um, they're still living and you know have been a part of my musical journey ever since we I started doing this professionally and. I love having that story to tell and even tie it back to their mother, again, who I was named after. She performed and toured, uh, you know, open shows for the original Blackwood Brothers, knew the Stamps Baxter, Baxter Quartet, you know, some of the Gaither, the Happy Goodman family. I mean, she knew all of these Whoa. people. That's and unbelievable. I, I mean, that's, that's where my grandmother and her twin sister got their start in music. So, I mean, it just, it really has, we have such a deep, rich music history in our family. It's unreal. And um, um, this is something that out of all of, you know, the grandchildren, great grandchildren, all this, I'm the only one that's really picked it up and ran with it. And so um, it's definitely something that's that's fun that my grandmother and her twin sister can share. And we just get to have fun. Uh, and then, of course, you add the horses in on top of it and it just gets even better, you know. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's, I know. Oh my goodness. I remember one of your posts actually on Twitter. It was so cute. Your grandmother was actually singing with you um, on stage. And uh, that was just, honestly, that made my day just seeing the look of joy on her face. Of course, I didn't really know. I didn't know the backstory of, you know, your family and how much obviously music is a big part of what you do and that your grandmother was a, a you know, was a singer. Um, but now yes. that, that, now that makes sense. Well, I was like, Oh, it, my grandmother's on stage with me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's so funny. And, uh, for some of the people who follow our music and then even for some of the people that don't, you know, our very first album that we put out a softer side of country, there's three gospel tracks on that album. And the harmony parts that you hear on that are my grandmother and her twin sister. I actually, um, Joyce flew in from Oklahoma because um, all of our families originally from Oklahoma. I was the only one born in Alabama and flew her here to Alabama to cut those records. And that was the first time in over 30 years that she and her twin sister had been in the studio together and actually sang together as the Hanson twins again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are they literally called the Hanson twins? 
that was what they were known as uh, back in their days when they were singing and uh, doing all of the gospel shows and get together tent revivals. That was what they were known as the Hanson Wow. Twins. This yeah. is just, we need to, we need to make a movie. This is so <laughs> yes, cool. Yes, we do. You, <laughs> honestly, do. this is, this is, and you, and, and what's great is that you've already got the soundtrack worked out. <laughs> Ex- exactly. And, and there's even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and do you, do you also play, you, you play the guitar as well? And, and can you tell us a little play, bit about what, what you, you enjoy know, playing? Or, yeah. I enjoy playing when it's just me and at home by myself to only hear my mistakes. Um, I will tell you, um, I did take a few years of piano, um, and I play a lot by ear, but really, if you expect to come to a show and see me playing an instrument, um, it's probably not going to happen, at least right now. Uh, I definitely played the total entertainer part, and there are people that um, uh, I would rather pay to play the instruments for me because they play (laughs) far better than I do. And I know where my limitations lie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that actually because I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not amazingly skilled at, um, at the, at instruments, um, myself. I like, I, I love, yeah, I, I play, I yeah. play what I can write, you know what I mean? That right. Kind of thing. So I understand. And, and there's a lot of pressure too when you're, when you're, when you are performing live, there's a whole other element that is not there in the studio. I mean, there's really, um, it is this kind of, conversation with the audience that you're having yes. you know um and it's and it's un and it's unsaid and it's just that energy that you know that vibe that that they give you so it's um I can I can understand too like when you yeah because you are such a great performer like you're so vivacious and then I can understand why well, you, you you'd want to you want to be showing that and and kind of communicating that uh charisma that you do so well um rather than you know going oh is that a g chord <laughs> Absolutely. I always, I always tell people, I, I make it a running joke. I, I tell folks, I'm like, believe me, you do not want me to play this because instead of singing the song, I would be singing the chords for you. Um, and just happen to be on pitch. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, um, you know, where would you like to be in the next, like, I don't know, five to 10 years? Is there, is there like some goals that you have, um, that you, that you want to focus on just can you share oh, most, a little bit about yeah where you'd most, like to be absolutely most definitely you know um there's always you know in life you've got to set goals to get somewhere and I always you know I always have people ask me too well what's your best advice for people you know coming up in the music business and I don't even narrow it down to that I, this is something that I do a lot of motivational speaking to students high school students and uh, youth groups alike and one of the biggest things that I tell them I'm like guys you have to set goals but you have to set goals that are just outside of your reach if you set them to where they're too easily obtainable you're going to get bored with that and you're not really going to go you know as far as you think you can because you're not challenging yourself past that level of you know comfort you're you're staying kind of in a box and yeah. so I always try to set myself a goal that's outside my current box. And if that goal scares me, then I know it's a big enough goal for me to work for because um, there's always some unknowns. There's some, you know, you're, you're not sure what's going to happen. And so uh, leading all that back around to the question of, you know, what's my plans for the next five to 10 years, um, you know, in the next five years, definitely looking to have a record deal. Um, Definitely looking forward to have at least, you know, one main year on some major show openers and then um, 
headlining tours starting after that and being able to bring new artists on board with that. Um, at about the 10 year mark, I would really like to have that full establishment piece uh, there being able to kind of pick and choose um, mm -hmm. what we want to be able to do, starting philanthropy work, being able to really give back um, to uh, the people that helped give me my start, but then also to artists who are trying to get their start. Um, Habitat for Humanity, therapeutic writing programs that are in my area that I know I could, you know, financially be beneficial um, and just use some of that as kind of a, a philanthropy type work effort. Um, and then really, um, there's some plans even outside of that um, to actually start a academy for students um, that actually allows them to start basically discovering what their purpose and what they want to do at the sixth grade level. So um, been working on that actually kind of on the back scenes of starting an academy and it's in all disciplines. It's not just music. It can be in uh, horses, welding, uh, if they want to be a teacher, if they want to, you know, uh, be a physical therapist, they can actually start like college preparatory classes in the sixth grade and actually start working hands-on in the field. Uh, with their profession so that one's about a 15 year goal I would I would put that in about 15 years so but yeah that's some goals <laughs> that's awesome I, I yeah I love Jesse this is I mean you're you're you've always been amazing to me I, like I said I, I feel like you're my you're my little sis but um just what you've just talked about um listeners you know that's what what a heart of gold this 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 gal has and and the fact that you you know that you're thinking ahead, and um, and that setting goals is such a big part of, of of you know what what you do, and then how you want to help others. It's that's just awesome. So that's thank you. I'm kind of speechless. Oh. I'm thinking, wow, what's <laughs> what's my next question? I'm a little starstruck. Um, uh, <laughs> do you have? I mean, with with kind of the with with the stuff that you've done with youth. I mean, do you have a a certain song or something that um, was put on your heart when you when you were working in the studio that you thought, oh, wow, I really want to do something. You know, I really want to be like you were inspired by um, that connection that you have with young people. Um, was there a particular song or a, or a video production of your music or just something that kind of was inspired by the work that you're doing with with youth? I'm just curious. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because as, as a songwriter, um, you know, you have so many song ideas that stem from really real life scenarios. And. It's funny, I'm going to say there was an inspiration for a song prior to me really starting to talk to youth groups. Um, this was a song that actually was on my first album, so it was really kind of prior to the, you know, what I call the, the mid-size fame, <laughs> where you, know, you have people that know you, but you know you're still not on that quite global scale yet. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. I am, you know, I'm like, you know, so it, it's kind of, it's one of those things, but um, it was a song, actually, um, of all things, uh, was inspired by a pair of old work boots that I had sitting next to my door. And um, I remember I was sitting, I was over at Auburn. Um, this was my, I think it was the end of my first year at Auburn um, doing my bachelor's degree there. And I remember just kind of having a little bit of a struggle, some, you know, just, I was in a downtime period of where, you know, you're, you're starting to kind of figure out who you are, but yet also you've got life pressures coming in. I've just started this music business. I'm working as a full-time student, you know, just a lot of different life stresses that really start coming into your life. And you're like, how do I handle this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 
you know, thankfully for me, um, you know, that came at a time of where, you know, I'm a young adult. Um, that is about the time that you start to experience that. But nowadays I'm seeing this so much earlier in school. Um, you know, you start seeing these stresses and even home stresses in students as early as the third grade. And, you know, that's kind of troubling in my mind because I do believe that's what, what has led to a lot of, you know, um, childhood suicide, you know, a lot of mental health issues with students, just the, all these stresses that really they're not old enough or mature enough yet to handle because they haven't lived through these life experiences, learned how to deal with things. And so I say all that to go back to the song. Again, I never thought in a million years that this song would be nothing more than just a song that I wrote sitting in, um, you know, my camper at Auburn that just meant something to me, but it has really become a, a staple song for a lot of the groups that I talk to and students that really have connected with this song. And it's called Old Pair of Boots. And it's interesting because I was sitting on my couch and kind of in a deep thought, it was one of those afternoons, you know, where you kind of drift off in your own thought process. And yeah. Yes. Just thinking about things of how are you going to do A, B, C, and D and get all this done. And, oh, Lord, how is this going to happen? And I remember <laughs> looking over at my door. And I kid you not, these are a pair of old work boots that have literally been through horse pucky, you know, mud, dirt, water, you know, whatever else you want to throw in there that is gross and disgusting. Um and the thought hit me. I'm like, you know, those old pair of boots, they've been through a lot, but they're always there ready the next day. And I'm like, hello, song idea. <laughs> and 15 minutes later, I kid you not, I had this song done. And it was, wow. it was out and over. And really what the song talks about, it is talking about the old pair of boots, what they go through in, in their lifetime. But it's really a reflection of ourselves. You know, you go to buy a brand new pair of boots. They're brand new in a brand new box. They're squeaky, shiny, clean, doesn't have a scratch on them. You know, not a single thing. That's kind of like us. We're, we're born into this world, squeaky clean, you know, all this great stuff. Well, then you wear the boots a little while. We go through life a little while and we're going to get some scratches and some dirt and, you know, we're going to hit some troubled waters and some mud. It's going to get sticky sometimes. But at the end of the day, the old pair of boots are still waiting there to do their job, which is what you bought them for. And it was just one of those things that I wanted to play off of the boot itself and kind of our story of we're born, we go through life, we're going to get nicked up, banged up, you know, we're going to have some hard times mm. and, um, but then, you know, at the end of the day, it, we've got to live up to who we are. Basically, the brand of the boot. The brand of the boot speaks for itself. You know, you have LaCasey, Ariat, all of that. You know what they're made for. Uh, who are we made for? What are we made to do? Why are we here? That's who we have to live up to be. And again, never thought in a million years that that song would have such a, a major impact on what I talk to students a lot about. But I'm like, here I am. I wrote that song. I was 19, just turned 19. And, you know, uh, that was like maybe the third song I had written ever in my songwriting career. And it is one of the most important ones that I've ever written. Um, wow. And it's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's just uh, that's so that's so awesome. I, I love I love lesson. that story. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to that song. It's 
I know a lot of your songs, but I don't think I've heard that one. So um, we might have to play it actually on our on our station for sure. Just to yeah, um, you know, a lot of what we do is obviously to help to help people. Um, I mean, that's a big big part of why there's Heart of Indie Radio. But um, you know, if there's kids listening um, and their parents listening to the Shriners uh, Children's Hospital or Texas Children's Hospital tonight, you know, um, we really hope that. Yeah, you'll just go out and 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 listen to that song because uh, it's it's obviously sounds like it's a really a soulful uh, people connect with it for a reason and that's that's awesome. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for yeah. you, Jesse. You know, you're. Oh, I've seen. I've just seen. You know, you obviously. I've never met you in person, although I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I know you. Um, right. Just you know your social media. Um, you know with uh, Twitter and and Instagram and you know you're always out there um, performing and helping other people out and. And, and working really hard. You're one of the hardest working people that, that I've come in contact with in a long time. And I really respect how, how you just, are, you know, your work ethic is just awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about where that, where that comes from? Do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and there, there's a primary reason they call me Alabama singing cowgirl. Um, and that's because I, I literally am. I grew up in the horse industry, just like I did music. Um, uh, I was set on my first horse at nine months old. And that's when I won my first costume lead line competition and uh, started everything else from there. And at the age of 15, I opened my first business, Alabama Extreme Equine Productions. I was um, still have it in operation today. I just, I have to be a little more selective on how many students I take in and coach, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, here I am, you know, getting ready to be 16 and I'm like, well, I'm needing a job and, you know, I don't want to go work a normal average everyday job. Cause I was again, driving a truck. So by the time I drove into town to work my job and drive home, there goes my paycheck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, um, I said, well, what do I know well that I can do well and really help people with? And that was horseback riding lessons and training horses. And so I opened my first company at 15 and, you know, spent many years uh, in the 4-H equestrian program and riding equestrian drill team, uh, rodeoing on the weekends, showing on weekends, coaching and training on the weekends with my training students going to shows. I mean, having to be responsible for not only my equine athletes, but also other athletes that I'm coaching and their equine athletes. So, I mean, here I am, I've got four or five horses on the ground at a show that I'm personally showing. And then I may have two or three students at a show that they're showing in different classes. Um, so you talk about trying to fit in a full day's work and show your own horses and, you know, compete and then make sure your students are ready to go in and compete. And uh, it, it takes a lot. And I had students, you know, ranging from every age group from four years old, all the way to 50 plus. And wow. so, uh, it, you know, you, you learn, I, I love when everyone's like, well, horses are kind of expensive, aren't they? Well, they're no more expensive than basketball, football, spirit packs, all of that, that you purchase. It's all relative. If you take a mm. look at it. Yeah. And okay. one thing that I love about my horses is at the end of the day, if I've come home and I've just had a terrible day, I can go out to the barn. I can go grab one of my three horses now that I have and just saddle them up. I can go ride down the road for 15, 20 minutes. And it's like my day that may have been terrible is just gone. And 
it's so funny because animals, and this is one thing that I stress a lot with therapeutic writing programs, um, and you see a lot of it coming into play for disabled, you know, veterans, kids, um, mental disabilities. I mean, just everything that you can find. Animals are calming and they have a sixth sense. They know what an individual may be experiencing that we as humans don't maybe understand entirely. But it's funny how an animal can pick that up and it teaches you, first of all, this animal, you've got 12, a 1,200 pound animal that has to be taken care of. Um, so you've got responsibility there and you've got, of course, all the upkeep on your farm to keep them, you know, uh, right. <laughs> in your pasture and all of that. So, I mean, the weekends I wasn't showing or rodeoing, I was on the tractor uh, either bush hogging, fixing fences, cutting down trees. I mean, I'm maintaining the property because they're my horses. <laughs> right, right. And so, <laughs> and, and really at the end of the day, you know, um, I just, uh, my mom and them, my mom and dad both told me, you know, look, we're going to support you 110% in anything you do, but you better do it 120% to your ability. Um, as long as I'm willing to put both of my best feet forward, they're willing to put up their support, you know, whether that's financial, emotional, you know, physical support, having to help me change horses, anything. Um, and that's where I truly started understanding what it meant. Anything that's worth having is worth working for, because at the end of the day, when you see that your hands and it's your work that you have put into this and it pays off it's so much more rewarding than any money or time could ever put back on your clock <laughs> wow i love that that is just hey that's another song yes <laughs> <laughs> hey hey jesse lynn can we do a duet <laughs> yes we can let's do a duet we can do it we can we can write via email we can do it <laughs> that's awesome yeah come out to new zealand and char char mm -hmm. charm charm all the folks out here um, oh my goodness, oh, I would love to. Oh, that would be oh, fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I, I, honestly, that would be, I think, I think that was one of my first messages. It might've been to you. I, I might've tweeted you when I, I literally had, I was such a twit. I didn't know how to tweet, but I think I was like <laughs> at Jesse Lynn. Um, you, and you can quote me on that, but I literally was like, oh, I just, I was like, oh my goodness. She's like my little sister. Oh, she's yeah. adorable. And I think I tweeted you. I think I was like, hey, come to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you, it's, um, I would love, there's, you know, I, I love to travel. And that's one of my biggest things is um, I, I love traveling. And um, I actually have not traveled outside the United States yet. Um, so it's uh, pretty cool. That is on some bucket lists. For sure. <laughs> oh, so, oh, that's good. Well, hey, hey, I, I, we'd we'd love to be your uh, your your stop, you know, first stop on your world tour. Um, yeah, there and, we go. Uh, yeah. I'll make sure I put that down. <laughs> New Zealand, got it. Awesome, and I'd love for you to meet obviously the team at, uh, over here at Heart of Indie Radio. There's um, they're based in I think between Nashville and Texas. I think they in both kind of areas, but um, yeah, um, Eddie and and Megan and Josh. And Jess and there's a couple other ones, but they're just the nicest people. Um, and like you, I haven't I haven't met them in person. It's just, um, you know, on, on the phone and first correspondence, but they just have hearts of gold and they just love helping people. And so it's um, it's nice. It's nice to come across people like that. And that's why I really was gra I gravitate, you know, towards your message and your music as well. I mean, the music's great, but you're just you're you as a person. It's just 
you just shine and I just love that about oh. you so it's really Thank an honor you. to have you on the show tonight um oh. and obviously we know we know we love to do music we know um we're you know we're a little bit of, about what you were doing as a kid are there some other hobbies and activities you do outside of like um horseback riding and um you know and music um, right now, uh, currently not so much. It is pretty much straight horses or music, um, pretty much 24 seven. And I will actually say today, I have been kind of a bum today. I took the day off and kind of enjoyed a little bit of R and R time just to absolutely do nothing except, uh, of course, answer our messages back and forth and do a little <laughs> bit of email checking but other than yeah. that I I have pretty much just kind of taken a day off and enjoyed you know uh sitting out by the pool just kind of taking a breather day you need one of those every once yeah, in a while. Yeah you do you do especially and, since uh, you work so hard so that I'm glad I'm glad that you've done that. <laughs> yes and um and to to be perfectly honest you know um I used to play racquetball a ton and that was one of my favorites until Alabama decided uh, this summer, it was going to be 110 degrees every day of the week for about two months straight. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the gym and get hot and sweaty and then walk out and it not be cool. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I was like, the pool's a much better option <laughs> for, yeah. for right now. So, um, but I do, um, you know, I really do enjoy just being able to ride and I do enjoy swimming a good bit when I have the time to actually you know, take an hour or so just to get in the pool and either swim laps or, you know, something like that. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, I used to play basketball and track and do all of that in high school, but, uh, yeah, now I'm just kind of, I'm sticking to two things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, there's only so many hours in a day as, 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 uh, <laughs> as, as you've already yes. pointed out, you know, you've got, you've got very full days. So that's, um, yeah, that's probably a good, a good idea to stick to those two, um, yeah. at least in one day. Um, do you have any concerts or like collaborations, um, you know, projects um, that are coming up or new releases that we can expect from you this fall? Or Absolutely. So um, we do have a couple of uh, shows and concerts of interest that are coming up. Um, of course, this next weekend, we will be up in Pigeon Forge for the Josie Music Awards. Um, it's the largest independent show in the world, independent music award show in the world. Um, so we will be up in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for that. We're up for like five different nominations and cool. in five different categories. So that's pretty exciting. Congratulations. You'll definitely have Thank to you. let us know how that goes because that's, um, that's, that's so cool. I will make sure I do it. And then uh, we actually, um, we kick back off kind of our, what I call mini touring sessions. Um, on October 2nd, we'll be doing actually a local restaurant that's here in Montgomery, close to my hometown. Um, we come there about every other month or so just to do kind of a hometown show um, and it's an acoustic show so it's laid back super simple easy peasy uh, the third I will be back at the Commodore Grill in Nashville for a writer's night there and then on the fifth I will be uh, at Tallahassee Health and Rehab Center here in Alabama uh, we are doing their family fun day so we get all the residents out and bring the horses and you know do a show full show set everything and then we've got a big band show on October 12th, and that would be one of my dogs that y'all hear. <laughs> That's Rocky. He's saying hello. <laughs> it's okay. My 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 dog just looked up because I've got a I've got Jazzy is yeah. sitting at my feet. So so she's in good company. She's like, who's that? 
<laughs> yeah. So sorry, everybody. It's life. Welcome to my life on the farm. And, um, but, um, it, uh, and then, um, in course November and as we get closer to November and December, we start kind of planning holiday shows. Um, but we do have, uh, of course our new single, what happens in the country stays in the country is actually going to be running through the first of the year. And then after the first of the year, um, there is some word that we might be going back in the studio to finish out and actually start a new EP project, but we've got an EP that's already ready to drop. So there might be some fun stuff that's ready to actually drop um, from this EP. And actually you guys have already heard two of the singles, what happens in the country stays in the country and I'm digging it. So they are on this EP. So we might be dropping the EP as a set, or we might release one more single and then drop it. We, you know, the team's still discussing how we want to do that. So that's but, uh, that's incredible. Well, we'd love to play your you know your your new EP for sure on Heart of Indie Radio. It would be an honor. So yeah. definitely keep in touch and let us know uh, what you're doing because that's um yeah I know I know the listeners will be like I could just I could just see them they're on the edge of their seats they're like okay is it going to be tonight No folks right. we don't have that new music tonight so to disappoint you. We will make but sure soon. That, we, we will keep you guys posted for sure on how everything awesome. is coming along. That that's so cool. And and where do you record your music? I mean, you know, and, and do you use the same producers or can you tell us a little bit about the recording process for, for you? So yeah, absolutely. Um so this last project that we recorded was actually up a very good friend of mine and of course my producer. I'm sure some of the folks that are listening in are familiar with the Mandrell sisters, uh, Barbara, Louise, and Arlene. Um, great country act back in the day, still tour a good bit, except for Barbara. I know everybody remembers Barbara Mandrell. So, but um, actually Arlene, who was the drummer for the Mandrell sisters, um, her husband, Pat Holt, was the one who produced this last project um we even had garth brooks studio guitarist in on the project and some fabulous musicians that were on this project so a lot of a lot of cool uh stories were told during this recording session um but we actually recorded at his studio right there on music row so we were on music row in the studio recording these projects in nashville so um, now some of the earlier projects that we did, they were kind of self-produced, um, in a small studio here in Alabama. Um, but then as we've progressed on, all of our projects are now up in Nashville. So I actually will take, um, several weeks, uh, to either travel up a week out of each month or two weeks at a time out of each month during the recording process. Um, cause initially we go in, cut scratch tracks to everything that we're wanting to record, um, go ahead and have them lay down our overdub pieces on the on the tracks itself and then I actually take the tracks back with me and I live with them for a couple of weeks and what I mean by live with them they are on my playlist constant replay on truck uh, house wherever I'm at so I can actually live with the track and figure out how I want to stylize it and then uh, once I feel like I've got a good grasp on it we come back in the studio and cut the first set of vocals um, take that back, start picking out what I like, don't like, what do I want to recut? What do we want to keep? Is there anything we want to keep? <laughs> or, and then we just kind of <laughs> narrow that process down until we get, um, to that final recording track of where I know I've got it. We've got everything together and the final piece is put together, stay up sealed and it's ready for delivery. 
Signed, sealed, deliver, and I'm yours. That's good. Exactly. I like it. I, like it. <laughs> I love that. And you know, um, listeners, if you're if you're you know a fellow indie artist uh, and you are listening in on this awesome interview with Jesse Lynn, I, I really hope that you're. Um, I hope you've got your pen and paper out. No, uh, I hope you've uh, you, you've been inspired by uh, her her advice and how she does things because you really have. Um, you know, you're an incredible artist, incredible person, and I love how. Um, you just you really know what you want, and I think that that's really inspiring, especially to young to young people. You know, when they don't, when they are trying to figure stuff out. I mean, you you definitely make a plan, and um, and that's you put the work into it, and I, I think that that's yeah, that's just incredible. Um, I'm I'm just curious how how did you hear about um, Hands of Grace, Ray of Light, Heart Heart of Indie Radio? Was it was it something? Was it a post, a social po- media post? Or I'm just curious how you came across our um, station. It's it's funny. Most of the time. Uh, it's interesting because half the time I see so much, I don't remember exactly where I came across everybody. Yeah. But nine <laughs> times out of 10, I guarantee you it was probably Twitter. Um, because Twitter is, we do, we post on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook a lot. Um, but half of the time, a lot of our folks and stuff that I see is on Twitter. Um, that's actually, you'll notice, um, you know, if you message us on Twitter, we are on it pretty much 24 um, yeah, seven. Yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, so usually social media is about the first thing that comes to mind. Of course, now social media umbrellas, YouTube and uh, yeah. all of the, you know, <laughs> so that leaves a lot to be open. But I, I'm pretty sure I think I saw something mentioned on a Twitter post uh, one day when we were scrolling through some feed. <laughs> oh, that's all. Well, that's good. I mean, it's great to it's great to know that, you know, sometimes when you post stuff, you, you don't know who's saying it. But that's 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 good to know, because we do we do try to get the word out. Um, about you know our radio station and also just all the programs that we do um you know i'm not sure if you're familiar with with all of them but basically there's three things we concentrate on um suicide prevention for um for teens uh our kindness program so anti-bullying and just you know being being kind and uh and then we also have obviously the whole uh the charities that i mentioned to you um earlier shriners children's hospital and texas children's hospital so we uh we we are very supportive of, of what they do for for, you know, young children and their families who are not able to pay for medical care, uh, they cover the cost completely. So it's um, it's something that's pretty, pretty cool to be a part of, you know, a radio station that does. Obviously, we want to play great music, but we give back. And that's that's really cool. And that's why I just think that, you know, it's great what you're doing. And it just sort of there's a synergy there. And I was mm-hmm. I was just excited when you when you were available for this interview, because I thought, you know, you just have you're such a special gal. And, um, and I thought, I've got to, we've got to talk to her. <laughs> we yeah. need more people to hear, you know, um, I'm excited for listeners tonight that, 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 you know, have, have come across maybe your music or, or just are hearing, you know, you speak for the first time. And I just think that lives, lives are going to be changed for the better. Um, uh, just from listening in on, on how you see, see the world. And I'm hoping that people can get in touch with you and, and, and basically stay on this journey. Cause you obviously are doing some exciting things ahead. What are some ways that people can connect with you? Can you give us, you know, like your website and uh, social media? Uh, yeah. You know, all that stuff. That would be great. Absolutely. So um, most definitely the best place to one-stop shop and take a direct link to everything that we have is my website. That's going to be jessielynn.net. Um, and that's the girl spelling of Jesse. That's J-E-S-S-I-E and then L-Y-N-N.net. So just so we're all clear. 
And then, of course, <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, um, we are on Facebook under Jesse Lynn Dot official page. Um, so that's where we post a lot of our updates, events, concerts. Uh, we try to stay in touch with everybody. We'll go live on any of our radio interviews there. So you can kind of catch some of our archive footage from there if you want to catch some of our radio interviews in the past. Um, and all of that. And then, of course, Twitter, we're at Jesse Lynn JL. Instagram, we're Jesse Lynn underscore official. And what I love about Instagram, and you guys will notice, um, we post a lot from Instagram. I try to keep videos where it's kind of a look into just kind of a day in the life of me, whether we're at a show or we're traveling or um, it's one of my dogs or horses. It's something that I try to do um, just to make people's day. You know, if, if it makes somebody smile at the end of the day, that's my job's done with it. It's not really for y'all to say, oh, look, she's got this. And that, and that. No. I really want you guys just to, you know, watch it and get a smile out of it and have a good day with it. Because, um, you know, at the end of my day, I'm an entertainer and that's my job is to make people happy and just enjoy what they're seeing. Because I think there's so much negative on social media right now. It's good to see some positive. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, you that just shines through in everything you do. And I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled to have had this opportunity to connect with you, Jesse Lynn. And um, folks, you've got to go out there and, and hear Jesse, Jesse Lynn's music. Um, obviously, she's given you uh, how, how um, you can connect with her on social media. And, um, and you know, she's, her music's on Spotify. She's doing really well um, on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, please, um, you know, go and follow her. Um, obviously, you're on YouTube. Uh, and you know we're just we're just excited to have you on our show. And um, listeners, please let us know that you've uh, that you've tuned in tonight and t- uh, tell us what you thought. And if you have any uh, specific questions uh, for Jesse Lynn, we'll be sure to um, let her know. And um, yeah, but yes. it's just a real a real privilege and an honor that 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 uh, you you took time to talk to us tonight. So thank you so much for being on Heart of Indie Radio. This is Jessie Lynn, the one and only Jessie Lynn. There may be others, but no one is like her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. And thank you guys for playing my music. And um, to just everyone that's listening in, to all the fans, um, I'd just like to say really quick, thank you guys so much. If it wasn't for you guys and also, um, Emmy, for people like you, uh, our music wouldn't be out there and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So it it is people like you that, that make my life continue going so um i greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and thank you guys so much for reaching out and uh, for letting me do this interview with you guys i really appreciate it oh you made me cry oh, <laughs> it's beautiful no it's just you're just such a sweetheart well that's yeah that's um sorry <clears throat> oh, i wear my heart on my sleeve um but no thank, <laughs> thanks so much so much jesse lynn that's just that's beautiful and uh, a great sign off and well folks this is Jesse Lynn on Heart of Indie Radio, and do go out and support this this young girl. She really, she's talented and it's got a heart of gold. So thank you so much, Jesse Lynn, and thanks, folks, on Heart of Indie Radio. Can't wait till uh, we connect again. Thank you. Yeah. Travel safe, okay? Oh uh, yes, I will do it. I was making sure we had everything because. Yeah. I was like, did it record? Do we have to go back and do a whole? Yeah, yeah, we do, minutes? and I'll, I'll tell I'll tell Josh to. It's still recording, but I'll but hit Josh, the editing guy, will just cut. You know, he obviously he will know. Fantastic. So Josh, this is this is uh this is not this on the radio. We've just done our sign off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. And I'll um I'll talk to Eddie 
and the team about when we'll um, when we'll air, and I'll give you plenty of notice. Um, usually, we we you know post it on all the um, platforms and stuff for people to tune in. But you know, just Fantastic. get it out to your people and and you know make sure people listen because this you know you're you're awesome, and I'm 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 a big supporter. So anything I can do to help you out, I, I mean that. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anything that I can do for you guys, um, please let me know. And um, anything, you know, you need, just give me a call and we'll be happy to help in any way that we can. That's awesome. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day and safe travels. Okay, darling? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed evening. (laughs) Okay, you too. Bye. (laughs) All right. Bye.